Hello anime fans, welcome back to a new episode of Anime Double Play. I have made my glorious return after my gambling adventures, and I'm joined by Mary once again as per usual. We are recording this on April 16th, 2020, the start of the new spring season of anime, which is very exciting. So we have a lot of new stuff to talk about, wrapping up some season end stuff from last year, last season rather, and a manga one-shot that was fantastic. So oh, we have yeah. a lot to discuss. I forgot we were going to talk about that. Hell yeah, that shit was so good. So, what's up, Mary? How are you doing? I'm good. I've been awake for about 25, 30 minutes. So, um, if I sound like a man, it's because my voice isn't awake yet. But um, as I drink my tea, I'll probably sound like a human. I was drinking whiskey with Dad last night. I am home for the Easter holiday. So, also, if the audio is bad... It's because I'm on my laptop using the mic from, like, the the earbuds you get with your iPhone. So, not the best, but we are here to produce the content to get it done. And I watched a lot of good anime this week that I'm excited to talk about, so I'm not skipping this for anything. Was it actually really good? I mean, I watched some stuff that was okay. I mean, two of the... Th I mean, Shikimori-san and Spy X Family, I read the manga for... So it didn't matter if it was good or not. I was in. Okay, we're, Spike's family was good. I, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, I was laughing, but yeah, we'll get into the the new season for sure. Um, but any, I mean, I haven't really done much extracurricular stuff outside of like the manga I'm reading mm -hmm. and the the one shot. Right. Um. No, I'm I'm getting really I not really close to beating Persona Four. On Twitch at Kenshin's Girl, lol. But um, I'm I'm getting close to the end game. I think oh, there's cool. a, I think there's three more palaces, which sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. And um, shit hit the I fan. Mean, that can be still like twenty plus hours. Oh, to do the I'm, final I'm three. like sixty-ish hours in. I'm almost at the end, and I think I'm pretty sure I have forty to fifty hours left. Like. It's it's crazy, but the plot finally picked up. I didn't realize that the plot had like kind of plateaued until it picked up. I was like, oh yeah, nothing did happen for the last thirty hours. But this isn't a Persona Four podcast. I can talk about how I feel about the plot of that game when it's over. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, besides that, I'm actually reading a book, like a novel that I'm kind of enjoying. But I don't think anyone wants to hear about that. But yeah, reading books. Oh, and the new chapter of Zatch Bell came out. Oh, yeah, I read that too. So, I guess it's monthly. I guess it's monthly. I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Keo goes for it this chapter. He goes for it. Keo's fighting. It's good. The drawings are like kind of the same too. It feels It feels exactly the same. I need to get yeah. used to the um the fan translation because we only read the manga and i guess we did read the end online but we we know like the in the official english translation so like calling zatch gash calling kyo kyo maru it's like little things that i need to get used to again but all in good fun I'm really enjoying it still can't believe it exists unreadable the way it is and um one more thing since i'm home more of a life update kind of uh today mike and i are going to go to planting fields because all okay. the flowers are going to be in bloom. And then we're going to go to H-Mart and get some food. And then we're going to go to the arcade. Damn. Just like 
doing exactly what you want to do, dragging the husband around. Oh, he agreed to everything. He's still in bed. Um, but yeah, no, don't say that. It's going to be fun. Uh, for kidding. all of you who don't know, you, you don't care about planting fields. It's a botanical garden and it's going to be beautiful. But H Mart is like the Korean food mart and they have a lot of cool Asian snacks, which we're excited for. And then the arcade is the Japanese arcade where I get to play Groove Coaster. So much excited. Groove Coaster is quite fun. I enjoy it. Tis. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and then one more thing, just because it's funny. Um, sorry. So I made an Instagram for my um, Twitch account recently. It's not that big a deal. But um, now whenever I'm like pay- playing a video game or something, Mike will take a picture of me and send it to me. He's like, just in case you need this for later. I'm like, you're so cute. <laughs> He's so nice. I'm going to follow so you right an- now. I didn't know you did Yay. that. Are you Kenshin's oh, girl? I am Kenshin's girl. So... Now, like, I might have a photo shoot at the arcade, not on purpose, because Mike will think I need the photos, and I'm so lucky that he decided to like me in college, because I wasn't going to ask him out, and I got really lucky. You have 77 followers. Not bad, right? No, seems pretty good. All right, that is all. (laughs) And you just played poker, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was, uh a large online poker series going on in PA. So I played a lot and uh, it was kind of break even. I had some side bets that kind of saved me. So I like bet on who was going to do well in the series. And Mm -hmm. that kind of saved a lot of my series because I didn't like cash a ton of stuff. Well, I cashed, but nothing really big. So kind of break even for me. Mm Oh, one more thing before we start. Kingdom Hearts 4? I didn't actually watch the trailer yet. What? I was more confused that, like, Kingdom Hearts 4 got announced. You didn't watch the... It's been out for a week. I have not done anything. I have, like, literally gone to work and played poker, and that's it. Whose fault is that? I'm not, like... I don't know... I guess it's just mine, but <laughs> I'm not like, uh, <laughs> you're like blaming me. <laughs> it came out last Sunday. I had woken up early because Martine and Alex were running the half marathon and I wanted to cheer them on. And it got an, it got released on YouTube at like 6.58 and I woke up at 7. So I just woke up to like a two minute old Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. And I was like, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. But Mike was next to me and he was asleep. And I was like shit and then he turned over like two minutes later and woke up i was like oh you're awake and i like grabbed him and we watched it together (laughs) on an air mattress on our sister's floor it was weird oh you stayed with sarah well yeah i was at i was in queens with sarah Uh i feel like i'm so i can't be excited just because i'm so jaded it's like trying to be excited about bleach i just can't do it anymore (laughs) so we gotta see yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to have to buy a PS5 to play it. It's like the only game series yeah, I, I like want to play. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. If I got to get a PS5, I get a PS5, whatever. I got a new job. I got a raise. Whatever. Hell yeah. Spend the uh, all right. 2K on the PS5. <laughs> do we want to talk about the weeklies now, the new weeklies, or do we want to talk about um, the manga? Can I talk about end of season stuff? 
because I haven't been oh, on. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Okay. Take it away. I, only two things because it's just Attack on Titan and Takagi-san, right? We talked. Oh my God, Takagi-san! But we talked a lot about Attack on Titan last week. I'm interested to hear your take. I'm so upset. But continue. Hold on. I just want to make sure I didn't like forget to watch something. I think that was the only stuff I was watching though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, because Demon Slayer ended a while ago, which was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I loved the last episode of Attack on Titan. It was so good. Like seeing them all like I know happy and hanging so out sad. was so great. Uh, it made me so happy. And then Aaron, like, you kind of see, like, how he just, like, went off on his own. But it's, like, kind of what I was saying the whole time, where, like, Aaron, like, never changed. He's, like, always been, like, this. Like, we need to, like, kill the enemy. And everyone else kind of has changed around him, but he always stayed the same. And Mikasa, I guess, has this, like, internal monologue where she, like, kind of comes to that conclusion that, like, He's always just really been like this, like ever since he was born, just like this idea that he needs to like defeat their enemies to like break free and the world is their enemy kind of goes back to like the end of season three, where he's like, we just need to beat everyone across the ocean and we're free. Um, It kind of just like reaffirmed a lot of stuff. And also we learned that Mikasa like this Ackerman thing isn't actually real and like she just actually likes mm-hmm. him um which we knew we knew that he's just he was just trying to get them away from him because he knows what he's gonna do and he knew they weren't gonna like yeah. it so he was like let's just totally dissociate but it's so sad because he's doing it for them I'm I'm not I'm not happy what I mean, aren't I you happy about you episode. keep saying you're mad I don't know what are you mad I'll tell you I'll tell you first off I thought it was a good episode. I did not love it that it was the last episode for another year where they're like, LOL, JK, part three. It just felt really cheap. What do you mean? Like, oh, ho, ho, here's all the information you wanted to know. And now you want more information. But fuck you. It what do you want like, them to do, though? That sucks. Finish the freaking show. I want them to end it. It takes time. They can't. You're always like, these animators are overworked, underpaid. Meanwhile, you're like, you're not fucking done with I, it. Get this shit well, to me right now so I can consume content. They should have content. told us in the beginning the final season of part of Attack on Titan will be three parts. Okay, then I have expectations. We thought the final season was going to be done two years ago. I'm like, but anyway, that's not why I'm mad. What does it matter? It doesn't matter it though. It matters to me because I oh, am so tempted to just sucks. read it. I just want to read it now. There's nine you, chapters. You are allowed to do There's that. There's nine chapters. You can do left. that. You you would be okay with me reading it? I I do not control people. If you want to read it, you can. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to either. I thought you'd be like, no, let's watch it together. But you don't even like me. <laughs> I'm joking. What? I'm joking. I'm joking. Why I'm really <laughs> why I'm really mad is that I he's giving me the option to do things. How dare he? I had faith in Aaron the whole time. I thought this was just a cover-up and that he had an actual another plan and that he wasn't actually trying to kill everyone. I thought he was just doing this to get people off his side so he could do something else and save them. But that's not true. This is the plan. This is the one and only plan. 
Unless he's really faking me out, which I would cry tears of joy. But I'm just mad because I believed in him and I thought he'd have another option. And he truly believes that this is the right thing to do. And I was so, like, heartbroken at the end of last episode watching him, like, get drunk with his friends and have a good time and then just leave. And, ugh, it it was pain. No, I actually kind of love it. He's, like, so true to himself. It's, like... Pain. He is, like... I don't know. Like, as Mikasa realized, he's always been like this. Like, he's a very true character. Um, And I kind of like that. None of this, like, I'm going to be the hero stuff. He's just like, no, we just kill everyone. And then we're good. Pain. It's kind of awesome. But yeah, so now we wait a year. Yeah, it is what it is. But talk to me about Takagi-san, because I wasn't able to talk about that. Oh, I mean, it was cute. Like, so cute. I don't know. It, it's cute. It was funny too. The little, the little as per usual. And he he put so much work into all the little boxes, and then he just chases a car for like three miles, like. And then they played that song at the end, which I told you about. Like, oh my god! I was I can't wait for the movie. Oh right, I forgot. There's a movie that's gonna be good. I I know the manga's ongoing. I wonder if they're, like, going to end it at the movie. Or is there going to be a season four? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, if the manga is still going on, I guess there's still room for content, so. Yeah. And they also have the spinoff going on about their daughter. So, spoilers, they get together. Like, (laughs) so good. But, all right, should we um, dive into the new stuff? I don't know what you watched, and you don't know what I watched, so this will be... No, we're talking about the Chainsaw Man one-shot. Yeah, we are. LOL. Remember when I said... I wanted to talk about this so bad, and you're like, all right, we're doing this. I'm like, no, no. We're talking about this right now. Remember when I said I've only been awake for 20 minutes? (laughs) I've only been awake for 20 minutes. All right, Thomas, take it away. My first inclination after I read it, which I'm still like pretty sure this is how I feel is that's probably one of the best things I've ever read. Wow. So I'm talking about goodbye, Ari, which is a one shot by the author of chainsaw man. Tatsuki Fujimoto. I've got the name for you. Tatsuki Fujimoto. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Do you know there's a chainsaw made? I don't want to know. Please don't put that information into my brain. Sorry, I'm just trying to add it to my mouth real quick while we're doing this. Um, so he also did Look Back, which was another one shot. Which we've discussed on the pod. Which we have discussed on the pod, that is correct. Masterpiece. Red. Okay. So the story, it, now at this point in the pod, I'm going to talk spoilers. So if you want to read it, pause, read it, and come back. Or if you don't care, just stay. But the story is, I don't even know, it's kind of weird to explain, but it's this boy like videotapes his mom while she's like dying and then makes this like very weird movie about it and meets this girl after the movie comes out, which was like very weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, the ending was weird. It was very heartwarming until the ending. Um, And then they decide they're going to, like, make a movie together. And there's this, like, weird Inception thing where you don't know if they're, like, 
actually making a movie or this is like actually real life there's some like weird framing going on in the one shot where you don't know what's actually happening and what they're acting out um and then i don't know it's like very weird she's like a vampire but maybe she isn't but i think she is at the end i think she is at the end because she's still there it was very weird i kind of like that though i like like not knowing what exactly was happening but and it made me feel like at the end with the final panel it didn't actually matter that's what i was into it until the final panel and then i don't know what it was trying to to tell me it made a full circle with the exp- yeah it did but at what cost like what is the meaning of that which i understand there's probably definitely a meaning to what happens at the end but i just didn't understand it so i was like oh maybe i'm done i think I the know. explosion thing in both parts is just like symbolic of like leaving the the past behind or like a rejection of like what had occurred uh i mean it can mean like a few different things but one let's just like think about the main character like he doesn't like view society in the same way as like a lot of people and has a different way of like kind of uh expressing himself so like Mm -hmm. he just seems like very awkward like to put on this movie about his mom dying and then at the end having this like very awkward like fake explosion scene is uh and he like views nothing wrong with it he's like oh this is like fine because he has that conversation with the teacher and the teacher's like why did you do that and he's like what do you mean like what's wrong with it like obviously like it's really Mm -hmm. weird to make a movie like that but he kind of just like views that as fine like i don't know that's kind of how i interpreted this kid um yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 was definitely having some social issues. Um and it can it can all be attributed to how he was raised. Obviously his mother was uh burdening him with some things that she really shouldn't yeah. have been. No, for sure. The uh Yeah. I mean, but you don't learn that till later in the the one shot, which was like such a good twist. Right, which is what's yeah, good it about it. So good. Yeah. Um the dad is also like a really great character cuz he kind of is like He's kind of omniscient. Like, he knows, like, the mom sucks and his son is, like, weird because of it. Or, like, Suffering. But he can't do anything about it because she's literally dying. And he's like, what what am I supposed to do? You know? I mean, obviously, he should have done something. But he's also grief-stricken by the events that are happening. So, it's it's definitely a difficult situation. No, uh... It seems, like, very weird. I can't imagine, like, kind of being in that weird spot. Um, But it was just, like, such a great scene where he was, like, and then you put on this movie and you made your mom, like, look like a great person. And he's, like, I just wanted her to, like, be beautiful, even though she, like, treated him like shit. It was, like, it was just so emotional. That's a great scene. That was a really good line, too. But then, like, the big explosion at the end is, like, this weird mix of him feeling bad for not like look watching his mom but there's also some rejection of like the way his mom treated him at the same time and he likes explosions yeah in the first in the first one yeah yeah in the first one 
in the first explosion yeah and also because i feel like the explosion happens also because he does he isn't there for when his mom dies he doesn't film it and i feel like there's some guilt there that he couldn't bring himself to do it so instead of trying to figure something out he it, exactly it's a rejection he's like it didn't even happen you can't even say this existed and he just blows up the hospital yeah. and it kind of like i don't know i think it's kind of funny where the dad is like he's like oh dad like what do you think of when like you think of me he's like movies and like explosions which is like i don't know it's like kind of funny uh and then like the ending kind of like goes full circle where like he just adds maybe he just adds this into his movie because he likes explosions um which again like kind of goes back to like this kid's like kind of weird whether like he has some Mm -hmm. like issue or not i guess you don't like but I felt like they were trying to, like, capture someone like that. Um. Yeah. No, it was... Re- Again, I I really like this, too. I was I sat on the couch and I read it, like, straight. Like, I couldn't put it down. I think the most notable thing about this one shot is, um, like, the physical manga itself. Like, the story techniques he was using to tell the story. Every frame in this manga is from the perspective oh, yeah. of a screen. I didn't even talk about that it's stuff. It's either from a smartphone... Yeah, that was, I think that's the, that's what lasted with me the longest when I read this. It was all filmed and it looks like it's filmed. And I feel like there's something really beautiful about that, especially in manga. Because if it was, let's say this was an anime movie, right? Let's just say this was animated. I feel like you'd get nauseous. Like there were, there are certain things that you, I feel like you can only capture in stills. Like he put his own motion blur into some of these panels He was setting up the phone in places, which is believable because he is filming a movie, but he's able to catch, I don't know, certain like vibes in a scene that I feel like anime would kind of like run past. I thought it was storyboarded and executed absolutely wonderfully. He did a really great job. And I think that's such a unique premise, especially because I think it's kind of weird. Like I'm still getting used to seeing like smartphones and technology in my anime and manga. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a little old school, but like, yeah, kids nowadays, they have phones when they're like seven. And this kid grew up like with a phone. And so that's just like, it's also like the times are changing. I thought it was a really innovative technique that he used and it was super effective. He did a really great job with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, there were a lot of like uh, panels that were just really like super beautiful. The shot of them like sitting on the couch. Um, yeah, that's a great one at the beach. The beach mm-hmm. was great. There's also like this inherent awkwardness to like the filming from the phone because a lot of his shots are like very uh, symmetrical. Like mm-hmm. you, I've talked about this before, but like uh, oh, who's the director who did? Uh, uh, I can't remember the director, but like there's this one director. What? Can I say a director I was going to bring up and you can see if it was the same one? Sure. Mamora Hasoda? No, I was thinking okay. like uh, an American director. Um, oh. I think they're American, but they capture like a lot of stuff uh, in movies. It's like very symmetrical. Like people are in like the center of the frame and stuff. And oh, Wes I, Anderson? Yeah, Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that like creates this like inherent awkwardness to it because life isn't really like that. And you're kind of viewing things in this, like, very framed 
matter. Um, and the show, like, or not show, but like, I feel like the manga kind of did that too, where it creates mm-hmm. this like weird awkwardness with the way some things are framed, um, which also kind of adds to this whole like it's being like this is all being filmed and stuff. And also this kid, yeah. he's just like, oh, I've like thousand, I've like over a thousand hours of like my mom filmed. Like that's like very like obsessive. Uh, yeah, and he's like. I don't know. I think there's a lot of traits about this kid that would make someone feel like he has like autism to like some extent or something like that, mm-hmm. which, which is why, uh, but I like stuff like that. I think capturing like people like that is really interesting. Like one of my favorite books is, uh, uh, my brain's turning off too. I guess I just woke up too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you oh, like uh, Perks of Being a wallflower yeah yeah that one i mean that like i know your favorite book <laughs> i mean that book is literally about like a kid who is like potentially on the spectrum too and like capturing like those kinds of people i feel like is like really interesting um mm-hmm. so i'm like kind of i've kind of always been like drawn to like books like that i mean i like uh uh flowers for algernon which yeah is like not autism but like it's very similar uh and like how those people think i've always been like pretty drawn to like stories about characters like that so this one like i really liked too just just to go back to the framing um when i said memoria hosoda i was thinking you know the scene in bell where they're at the train station and the camera doesn't move yeah and people are coming in and out of the scene and he also has a similar scene in wolf children where they're in school and the camera just stays still but it pans between the different classrooms and as they get older they go back and forth between different classrooms that's just a technique that when you brought up that that's what i that's what came into my head to to relate it back mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i thought the the drawings were so good and then there was just some panels where he obviously put in like a lot a lot of effort to like capture mm-hmm. it or like there's a couple like two-page ones uh so yeah i liked uh when she collapses into the ocean that was beautiful and it's like blurry and stuff yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it was good i mean it was really good i i read it and then i had to sit there for a second and i felt the same way about look back yeah and i feel like i mean people who have listened to this pod have heard me say this before I love one-shots. I read a lot of manga one-shots. I feel like manga one-shots are very unappreciated. And seeing one-shots like this, I mean, yes, he's a fa- he's the Chainsaw Man guy. Like, that was a huge thing, and it's going to be a huge thing when the anime comes out. But I'm just really happy right now for manga one-shots. Like, there are so many good ones, and I'm really happy that... Um, People are finally paying more attention to them because even in high school and college and even today, I I love short stories. I collect short story anthologies. Whenever I was doing create creative writing courses, I would always take short story classes. I feel like they're a really fantastic way to tell a story and a medium for being creative. So just seeing one shots get a little hey yo makes me very happy. Yeah, I mean, I've read so many good one shots, too. And you, I feel like I always go in, like, not thinking this is going to be amazing. And that read, and I'm like, oh, my God, that was so good. Yeah. Like, um, The God's Lie is one of my favorites. That one's that's good. That's just, like, a one volume. That's really good. Um, I have a lot of little, like, I mean, I read, like, Shoujo Trashy one-shots, but there's 
a lot of really good, especially now that um, once I found manga decks, I just read one shots all the time. They're really great. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you find a one shot you like, you need to buy it in person. So if this ever get, we were talking about this with Look Back too. I'm going to buy Look Back and I'm going to buy this because I need to support manga one shots. So you guys out there, power to the people because they're great and they should be appreciated. Thank you for coming to my support TED talk. creators. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Okay, want to go into the new season? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let me pull up the seasonal stuff. I have So I watched four first episodes. Okay. Same. I wonder if we watched the same thing. Well, I know I have one. I thought you said you watched five. Oh, no, I accidentally counted Spice and Wolf, which Thomas is not caught up on, so we're not going to continue the conversation. But this week, we will be watching episodes one and two of the second season of Spice and Wolf for people catching up. I hope you really enjoyed the finale of the first season, but um, we got to wait for Poker Boy. I'll be back. Give me a little time. Okay. Uh, first thing I watched, Spike's Family. Yep. I read the manga. First episode was really good, though. It was really funny. So, uh, like, and it was cute. I don't know. It's because oh. I read the manga, so I knew what was, like, happening. And, like, I know it's going to be funny. People were, like, loving it. They were saying the first episode was phenomenal. I thought it was really good, but I don't know. Is it just be if I watched it blind, would I think it's the best thing since sliced bread? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. I really liked it, but... Yeah, like, it's so It's, funny. like, my second time watching it. Yeah, it's funny, it's cute, but people are like, this is amazing. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> I... I really like the manga. Like, I really like it I think too. it's great. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't blame people for thinking it's really good. It's a really mm-hmm. creative idea. Like, it's this comedy story thing. Comedy, I don't know. rom-com, it's, action. I don't yeah. even know if it's a rom-com. I mean, it, it kind of is a little once I'm... So one thing that I was surprised about with the first episode is I forgot the order of events. Yor isn't even in the first episode. She comes in the second, which when it becomes a little romancy because that's mom. But I was just, I forgot that he gets Anya first. Yeah, he gets the kid first. And man, Anya is the best character. I love her. She is. She's so funny. She's so funny. She's so good. Yeah. The animation is also really good, which is yes. good to see because the uh, the manga is drawn really well. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was good. The action was good. Um, Anya's super cute. Her faces, I feel like, aren't hitting as hard as they do in the manga. I don't know if it's just because of the black and white contrast or not, but as the show progresses, she has the best reaction shots. Like, her expressions are incredible, so we just have to, like, I want to see if they hit as hard. Or maybe they don't hit as hard because I read the manga. I have to, I need an outside opinion, but we'll see. Uh Yeah, we're... I mean, we both read it, so it's very hard to be like... But it's good. And I was telling oh, people, yeah. I was like, you need to watch Spy X Family because it's genuinely really funny. So I'm, like, I'm I'm really happy that it's uh, people are positively receiving it because I knew they would, and it's a good show. So, hell yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad people like it. Hopefully people just go read the manga because it's really good. Yeah, I mean, watch the anime, too. I'm excited to keep it going. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think this might be a lie. 
I think it's 24 episodes. I think it's two cores. Woo! So. Dose cores. Dose cores. All right, um, what else did you watch? I watched uh, Shikikamori is not just cute. Yeah, Shikimori. Shikimori. Uh, it was okay. I don't know. Yeah, so the manga <laughs> starts slow. The manga, you don't even meet her friends until like 20 ep- 20 chapters in, and it's just her saving him from like random shit. And Murph recommended me the manga, and I was like, Murph, this is like, no. Like, this is kind of boring. It's it's cute, but I don't get it. And then, um, I mean, it's just a slice-of-life rom-com. It's nothing, like, life-changing. It's kind of on the same path, I would say, as Hori Mia. But um, I thought they did a really good job with the first episode. They introduced the friends early. I just realized you never see people in anime go bowling. And I feel like in the States, it's something that people do. Like, oh, are you bored? You want to go bowling? Like, as a kid, people have, like, bowling birthday parties. And I don't think I've ever seen just friends go bowling in anime. So I was like, oh, my God. That's kind of cool. But I hope the anime continues to make it better. It was a slow first episode, I agree. But it was still way faster than the manga. So I don't necessarily know if that's a compliment. But I guess we'll find out. The animation's really good. Yeah, the animation is really good. Um, I don't really have very strong opinions on it. Like, it's kind of cute. I don't know if I'm going to watch it, though. Like, That's okay. I am. I don't think it's, like, that I compelling. Am or anything it isn't it isn't i'm gonna have the same complaint about this as i do with the next manga where it's like the bit is just repeated which i guess is like true for takagi-san too Ooh. but like i like that a lot but that's better. cute i yeah but i like it's all like a little different and it's very funny and cute where this i'm just like yeah. she's good at stuff and like he's not and like that's yeah that's the bit that's that's it um but their friends are really cool. Yeah, I don't know. And again, you don't meet them until, like, the second volume of the manga. And I was just, like, reading this, like, Murph. But there's some really cool, like, drama things that happen. But again, will will the anime even get there? I don't know. So we'll have to see. Yeah. But, okay. The other thing that I watched, I watched almost all the first episode of Aharen San. <gasps> I was I didn't watch that on purpose because I knew you were going to watch it you did not get through the first episode it was like not good at all so the premise is this girl like has a hard time making friends because as soon as people do nice stuff to her she gets like super attached and then when like she doesn't really know them she just like totally ignores them and can't find this happy medium of, like, just casually being friends with someone. But she's, mm. like, a very monotone, boring character. Because she's, like, awkward. And then the main guy is, yeah. like, kind of the same. Where he's just doesn't have emotion or anything. And, like, they just replayed the same bit, like, four times in the first episode. Where, like, he would do something for her. And then she would just, like, be attached to him. And then the next day, it would, like, happen again. And I was like, oh my god, like, this is so boring. Like, I don't care. They're like, the characters are boring, the premise is boring, so I'm not gonna watch it. (laughs) It kind of sounds a little bit like Komi-san, 
awkward girl trying to make friends. I guess that's as far as the comparisons go. But yeah, I mean, I looked at the poster and everyone's faces are just blank. I mean, unless it picks up, I don't know, maybe it'll get some pretty like uh, pretty good humor because it's supposed to be a comedy, right? Yeah, it's a comedy. It's also not funny. Okay. So. Five star review from. Uh, don't Thomas recommend, Adelaide. but maybe some other people will like it. Who knows? Or maybe it'll pick up and then you could always go back mm-hmm. to it. First episodes are hard. So. And. Um, to trade off, I watched the first three episodes of Dayaimon, which is the Barakamon esque anime about the guy who returns to his father's sweet shop to see that he picked a new successor and it's a 10 year old girl and they start to bond i talked about yeah this. yeah what's similar about it to barakamon is it by that guy uh it's about an older it's about an older guy who goes to a um who leaves the city to go to a more like relaxed place to try and refine himself and meets a young girl, and they begin to bond and get, like, this father-daughter relationship. Um, Usagi drop vibes. So that's what I said before, and it's funny. Um, Mother's Basement released his uh, seasonal preview, and he also said he is now just so jaded and worried about Usagi drop vibes. But so far, it's the good parts of Usagi drop. It's Barakamon. It's sweetness and lightning. It's really cute. Uh, the main character is actually really nice. You would... I guess he returns home and his father says, you're not inheriting my shop. This random girl I adopted last year is. And you would expect him to be mad, but he's like very understanding and he's just happy to be back home helping his family. After he rushes home because his father is hospitalized. And then he realizes that his father was hospitalized for hemorrhoids. And he's like, I came back for this, but he was also in a band in Tokyo and the band broke up. So he was going to come home anyway. And now he's trying to like reconnect to his roots. And there's some drama. He got into the sweets business because he loved his grandfather. And then when his grandfather passed away, he was so upset. He ran away to Tokyo. And it's like, it's not great, but it's good enough that I'm going to keep watching it. It's going to be some really nice drama. And I'm excited. You just spent like two minutes describing. You're like, it's not great. I mean, it's not like, wow, this show's, like, really great. Like, I couldn't put it down. It's good. It's fun. It's easy. It's cute. It's probably, it's an Iyashike. Uh-huh. And um, I'm looking forward to enjoying it. But you just said it's not good. I said it's not great. It can still be good. <laughs> okay. It's not an eight. It's a seven. That's, that's allowed. There you I go. I might uh, try to pick that one up. Cool. Do you have um, another? I have one more. Yeah, I watched Ao Ashi. The soccer one. Blue Leg. Blue Leg. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I watched that. Um, it was actually kind of good. Um, huh. What made you want to watch it? I don't know. Try out a sports anime for once. Uh, I actually kind of like the first episode, so we're going to keep going with it. Okay, tell me about it. Uh, the kid, oh like, my God. Head... what? You're trying to remember. <laughs> no, no, he, like, head, I watched it this morning. He, like, headbutts someone on the other team in a middle school game and gets a red card and gets ejected because the kid was, like, making comments about his mom. Um, Ooh. And then this, but he's really good player. Mm-hmm. He's, like, kind of selfish, though, but not, like, Kageyama selfish, like, 
he just views the game kind of differently. So then this coach is like, is watching the game and sees him. And he's like, I want him for my team. So he tells him to like, come to his tryout for his like, um, youth club for like a J league team. Um, oh, so it's not a school team. It's yeah, like an intramurals travel kind of situation. It's a, like, it's a club team related to like a pro team. So like, oh, that's cool. So like, I don't know if you know how like soccer works in a lot of countries, but they have these youth teams where like Barcelona and like the big clubs will like bring in kids who are like 12 or 13. They'll go to school and whatnot. And they'll like basically just be like full-time soccer players. Um, yeah. Training in like these youth clubs. Um, so it's like something like that, that he's trying out for. Oh, okay. That's cool. And is he still in middle school at this time? Uh, I think he's going into high school now. Okay. I was wondering if there was a time skip or anything. Hmm. No. Keep me posted. How's the animation? It's pretty good. I mean, there hasn't been like a lot of crazy stuff happen, but we'll see. Okay. I might keep that on my radar. I feel like weird saying this because we love Haikyuu, but I don't watch a lot of sports anime. I don't think sports anime are usually that good. Like, I only watch yeah. Haikyuu. I watched Haikyuu, Prince of Tennis, Free Against My Will. I hated it. Um, and You watched Run With The Wind and you really liked it. Oh, Run With The Wind was great. And of course, the best sports anime, Fastest Finger First. You didn't mention Chihaifru, which makes me happy. Oh, uh, well, Thomas, you keep bringing it up. That's a great sports anime. Maybe I'm a sports anime fan. Okay, here's my last one. I watched... Ya boy. I want to watch Conan. this. I didn't even know about it when we did our season preview. The premise looks I so didn't funny. I didn't see it either. I didn't see it either. And I did not even hear of it until, shout out to Flammy. Last episode I had Ganon and Mike on and we were just yelling the boys a lot. So I named it The Boys. And Flammy was like, missed opportunity. You have an episode called The Boys and you didn't watch your boy Kun Ming. And I had not heard of it. I was like, what is this? It's on High Dive, which is probably why you're having trouble finding it. Um, I mean, I can't even find it in the the seasonal anime yeah. list. I don't know, but it's about um, Kun Ming. So it's, it's weird. It's very rooted in like ancient Chinese history about like the three kingdoms. And it's about one of the tacticians of one of the armies dies and gets like reversed isekai into the future where he's still like the Chinese tactician, but he can speak fluent Japanese. Don't worry about it. And he appears in Shibuya on Halloween. So everyone's dressed up. So everyone's like, oh, it's just this cool dude. And he gets drunk on tequila and gets shoved into this club where he hears this girl singing and he's at the club and he's like, oh my God, she's so beautiful and amazing. Like she has such talent and they wind up like kind of becoming friends. And she's like a young girl who's trying to get break into the music industry. And he says, I will be your tactician to win this war and get you to your dream of like being an idol. So it's like he uses all these war tactics to like play at the music game and try and like get her up in the rankings. It's very silly. It's very funny, but it has a very good heart. Like it's a it's a really heartwarming, fun show and the music's good. So I would recommend it. I watched three episodes and I was it was really cute. I want to watch this. 
It sounds so weird. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. It is weird. And the opening kind of went semi-viral. It's a really funny opening. It's just them, like, all dancing. Um, it seems like it's going to be fun. And the girl's so cute. I'm guessing she's, like, 1920, which I like. She's not, like, a high schooler. I bet I bet they made her 18 just because. But I wish she was a little older. Let me look it up. But, yeah. And her voice is good, and the animation's really good. Like, her performances are um, really well animated when she does move. A lot of the time, it's just um, stills. But, let's see. Eiko Tsukimi, do you have an age? Oh, it's based off a manga. The manga? Oh, and the manga completed. Oh, no, it's not. It just changed magazines. It was published uh, December 2019, and it was in Comic Days, but now it's in Weekly Young Magazine, and it's ongoing. It's a seinen, nine volumes. Let me just see if I can get a age on our girl without finding spoilers, and I can't. Cool. I'm going to say she's 20 to make me feel better. Okay. Just because I'm sick of anime about children. But yeah, recommended. It was really cute. Flammy, thank you for the heads up. I did not even know it existed. I will watch. I will watch. Yeah. Uh, is that yeah, all Yeah, I want to watch uh, Kaguya-sama, but I'm a season behind. I never went back to it. So we're going to see if I can mm. bang that out in the next couple weeks. Um, and then there's, uh, just to acknowledge popular shit, uh, the new season of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero has emerged. I... I was thinking about watching it, and then I heard that someone else becomes a slave in the first episode, and I was like, nah, I'm going to tap that here. there's more slave girls to our male master? I don't know. I don't know who she was becoming a slave to. I just saw the clip. It was like the thumbnail on YouTube, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. More slave girls. Damn. Wild. Would have never guessed coming Damn. from Shield Hero. The kind of terrible part is that I actually kind of liked the premise. And then I was just like, all right, I can't do this harem anymore. We're done. I'm sick of these young girls being obsessed I watched with this the guy. Whole... I watched the whole first season. I dropped it. And then a couple months later, I went back and I watched the dub while I was working. And I have to say, the the voice actor in English who voices um, Naofumi, the main character, did a very good job. He's a very good voice actor. And I think he does some other stuff um, that I know of but don't feel like thinking about right now. But um, So I was happy to see him put on a good performance. Was it a bummer that it was for Naofumi from the show? Yeah, but it's good to know that we have good English voice actors still coming out. Sorry, Word, but that's really it, though. Are you going to watch Komi-san? No, I dropped the first season. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you had finished it. I got, like, um, four or five episodes in, and I couldn't go on. But I'm still, my list is still open, so people in the Discord, if y'all have any shows that you're like, man, Mary and Thomas would love this, just uh, hit us up. Post it there, and we'll um, we'll give it a try because it's still early, uh-huh. so it's still there is still time to jump on the bandwagon. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, cool. So. All right, guys. This was episode two hundred eighteen of your favorite weekly anime podcast, Animu Double Plu. 
We are happy to be here. If uh, Easter is your thing, happy Easter. Although this episode is probably going to be coming out after Easter, so JK, because I'm not going to edit it till Monday because I'm going to go to the park and I'm going to go to the arcade and it's going to be great. But um, have a good week. Uh, watch Spice and Wolf. We'll catch up on that next week and we'll talk about some more weeklies and stay awesome. See you later.